So here we go, everybody. Welcome to another edition of the Kings of Anglia Tractor Girls Talk podcast. I'm your host, Seba Roscoe. And uh, big shout out, as always, to our sponsors, John Fowler Solicitors. Big up, Michael Kennedy, who um, I'm sure enjoyed his trip to Plymouth this weekend, last weekend. Oh, it's been it's been busy, everybody. It's been busy. Been busy. But yeah, another great show to bring you. A jam-packed show. Blue Wilson, Tamil Skipper, co-host and special guest, the returning to assist player, Sophie Peskett. We've got a lot to talk about. Uh, Blue, always a pleasure. How are you? I'm good, Ross. I'm busy. I'm gutted that I missed out on the Plymouth trip, um, but uh, a decent result and sounds like a busy, fun weekend for you and the team. Yeah, it was. Uh, five goals is always good. Second year in a row, we scored five goals at Home Park. And uh person below us on this chat made her second return. Some more minutes, 44 minutes now in the tank, Pesket. Welcome back to the show. How are you? Thanks, Ross. Yeah, no, I'm good, thank you. Um, obviously, it's so good to be back. Um, yeah, as you said, 44 minutes is not too much, but um, yeah, no, it's I've, I've loved every minute of it, so yeah. Yeah, steady as it goes, Blue, steady as it goes. And I'm sure, you know, you saw her last week in the Luton game. I'm sure from afar, when you saw that name, Pesket coming on as a sub, I'm sure that was another good thing to see. Yeah, of course. And averaging quite a good return at the minute. I mean, that's an assist every 22 minutes. So, Pesk, if you can keep that up and add a few goals, I mean, I'm happy with that. Quality over quantity and all that. <laughs> yeah, no, I'll try my best. And let's, um, as a whole, Pesk, you know, it's been a journey. 410 days was the um, the number of when you made your return last week. Um, how's it been in terms of just being back, playing with your teammates on the field, and just, yeah, kicking the ball about again. Yeah, it's been so good. I've been training, obviously, with the team for quite a while now. Um, I think, I've, yeah, I've been training fully contact the last couple of months. Um, so, yeah, it's sort of been a long time coming. I knew it was sort of coming soon. And the build up to it, I sort of, I said to Blue, I sort of knew I had to get through each session. So I didn't get too ahead of myself. Um, but the last two weeks sort of being in and involved in the squad, like, it's just been unbelievable, um, and yeah, it's all I, all I've ever wanted. So yeah. And are you more? Has your outlook changed on football since you've had the injury and been through the rehab? Are you more grateful now, or does that sort of fade away when when you're in it? Um, I hundred percent think I am more grateful. Um, I think I did speak to you actually, Blue. I sort of said a couple of months ago. I was like, I don't care how I play. Like, I just want to play. Yeah. When you do get back in you do still get frustrated yourself uh, and you do, because obviously I think being a footballer, you do have that mindset, like you're going to want to be the best version of yourself. So I do still sort of have moments where I'll get frustrated and stuff. But I also think that having that injury, I can like snap out of it quite quick. Like sometimes if I do see myself in training or in a game, getting frustrated at, I don't know, a bad pass, I can then think to myself, no, like, remember like six months ago I was just grateful to be running um so yeah I do definitely think my mindset's changed on it but I am guilty of you do always still sort of you can sort of forget um I guess like how far you've come in a sense so uh, yeah I think it's changed but as I said you, you sort of I think it's about snapping out of it that it's definitely improved yeah mm. I want to take you back, Pesk. It's, you've got, got to get your, your memory cap back on. You know, the 13th 
of November, I think it was. Um, of course, Luton Town at Burton Rovers, stepping onto that pitch for the first time. What what, what can you remember? Your just emotions at that time coming on, of course, coming on for Anna Gray, um, and just stepping on that pitch for the first time. Um, honestly, I feel like it's all a bit of a blur. Um, like I was so like focused. Um, I think Blue probably noticed. I didn't when I sort of got the like the heads up to sort of go and warm up. I didn't even really look at her. Um, I couldn't. I was just sort of so in the zone, I guess you could say, which I sort of expected. But yeah, no, it was an unbelievable feeling. Um, like I still sort of heard the crowd, and I just remember. I think it was Boz, Biggs, um, and I think maybe Tash. I can't remember. It was oh, it was oh, Lucy O'Brien. I remember they sort of just said to me like, "Pest, just go and enjoy it." Um, and yeah, that's exactly what I did. Um, and I think the fact that I sort of didn't put as much pressure on myself, I think I ended up playing better than I actually thought I would. So yeah, that no, was great. Just the uh, blue, just the four minutes. Pesket um, was on the pitch and she got an assist. I'm sure that was uh, good to see. I know we we spoke about it on the pod last week, but I'm sure that was just you know doing what she does best: assist goals. Yeah, of course. We don't expect anything else, really, do we? But, um, yeah, to get an assist, I mean, I, like, seeing Pesk going back on, um, I was kind of like, you don't, no one was expecting anything in terms of there was no pressure. It, it was just about minutes, if that makes sense. So anything was a bonus, but obviously to have an assist and it was a good performance as well, nearly a goal. Um, so it was great to see. And I think part of that first few minutes back is mentally just being on the pitch and feeling what it feels like again because it's been so long um so that's what I imagine it's going to be like for me and it's a mental tick box that then you can push on um but I think probably with pest mindset she'll she'll analyze the performance and stuff like that but yeah I I was conscious that I didn't want to make a big deal of it um before and didn't really speak to pest before just because I didn't want it to be a thing um she just needed to do it and she was more than ready and she knew that. Um, so, yeah, it, it made me really happy that um, that week. Um, and, yeah, what a pitch to make, <laughs> make your return on, by the way. <laughs> yeah, no, it was a bit boggy. Yeah, it wasn't the greatest pitch in the world. But, um, of course, it, it was a complete change of pitch um, against Plymouth. But we'll get onto that in a bit. But, um, but as a whole, Pesket, I'm sure it's just great to be back. Obvious statement. Don't know why I'm saying that. But I'm sure... Once again, it was just it's just good to play with your teammates again. I'm sure everyone is just so happy to see you back. Yeah, yeah, no, it's just great. Everyone's been amazing. Um, Blue, all, all my teammates, all the staff, everyone's sort of just saying like how proud they are of me. And as again, I think it's really helped that no one seems to be putting pressure on me. I think as Blue said, like anything that I do get, any goal contributions or a good performance, like it's just a bonus. So yeah, definitely players just sort of having my back and saying, like, look, Pest, just enjoy it. Like, it's helped so much. That's good to hear. That's good to hear. And, and Blue, um, should we talk about ACLs as a whole? Because it's it's becoming, sadly, every week or every month, you see just certain players, and now a big player, um, you know, Women's Player of the Year for BBC for 2022, second, in, you know, Ballon d'Or runner-up. You know, Beth Mead has fortunately had that news um, on the weekend. Yeah, I was actually at the game, so that was the reason I wasn't I wasn't in Plymouth. Um, I took my sister, who's a big Ella Toon fan, um, to the Arsenal United game at the Emirates, and there was 40,000 people there, so it was a decent crowd and a great game as well. 3-2 thriller. Um, but we were the side where 
Beth Mead sort of went down. And as soon as she went down, um, I was like, please, no, please, no. Um, and then she walked past us and she was crying. And I was like, I might be sort of thoughts come into your head and you're just like, I watched it back and I was like, oh, I think that's an ACL. Um, but so, so common. It's like ridiculously common. Um, and it's horrible. And I don't know what more can be done in terms of research, specifically on the female game and female athletes, um, because you see the list now. I mean, you've got Alexis Piteas, who's done hers. You've got Beth Mead. So the two top footballers in the, in the world right now have both done ACLs and the list is just insane um so I don't know what more can be done but more does need to be done um at the top as well as our league as well um because it's just scary scary numbers football is a high intensity game and our bodies probably aren't aren't made for uh pivoting sports like this at this level but still there might there must be some ways where we can reduce it because it's it's awful I think me and Pesk going through the rehab process it's it's not fun for anyone. No, yeah, because we've had, you know, even Sophia and Leonie Telford as well, you know, this season. Um, uh, Pesca, what, what, how, what's your feelings like when you see players, you know, definitely it's a player like Beth Mead, some of that injury, you know, I'm sure that gives you flashbacks of like, oh, no. Yeah, no, it's horrible. Um, I think it sort of brings flashbacks to basically what like, I went through. Um, and I think the horrible thing is, is that, you almost, you literally see them every week now. You see something on Instagram or Twitter saying, got I had to have done my ACL and like, you just think, yeah, like when I sort of, what is going, what needs to be done to actually reduce the risks? Obviously it's one of them things that you can never prevent it. Um, it's always going to happen. But again, there is ways to reduce the risk of it. Um, and when it's players like Beth Mead, you think, well, like, what what can be done because they're at the top of their game. I'm sure they've got the best physios, strength and conditioning coaches. Um, so yeah, it's it's never nice. Um, but yeah, as you said, I think it just shows that lots more needs to be done, lots more research um, to sort of try and reduce the numbers a lot. Because yeah, some people think oh it's just the pictures and stuff, but that was at the Emirates, so yeah. you know. It's not all about that. Um, and I, I sent you an article, Blue, about, you know, you know, kit and stuff like that. Because, you know, a lot of you, you know, girls got to wear men's boots, men's, you know, footballs and stuff like that. Do you think that's more stuff that should be sort of looked into? And, yeah, what's the answer, really? I guess I'm a big believer in that the women's game is progressing. And especially after the Euro success, it is progressing. Um, but along with that, that research and medical support also needs to progress. Um, so I think as it continues and women's football becomes bigger, there'll be more money and more interest in solving these issues. Um, whereas before, when it, women's football was a bit smaller, had a bit of smaller audience, there wasn't quite as much motivation. So I, I really hope that more research is done into women's specific um, boots and training and whatever whatever that entails I'm not a scientist I'm not like a, a researcher but um, I think probably the number of studies compared to the men's side of things is significantly smaller because in the past we haven't needed it because women's football's been smaller um, so I really hope really really hope there's more emphasis on it um, just for everyone's sake really definitely definitely all right then well let's um, segue to the long trip to Devon 
for the second year in a row at home park, a 5-0 win. But before that, Pesca, this is your first you know, overnight stay as a player, knowing you're going to be playing on the Sunday. You, you did this trip last year, uh, both you and Blue did. Um, but this year, you were preparing for a game to play at some point in this game. How was that? You know, it's a long trip. We all know that. But I'm sure you were just buzzing, you know, oh, I'm going to play tomorrow. Yeah, no, it was always an exciting one. I sort of was looking forward to it the whole week before. After the Luton game, I was like, okay, right, we've got Plymouth. This is exciting. Because um, I remember, I can exactly remember the mindset that I had this time, the last year when we played them. I just got injured. Um, and I think when I was warming up on the pitch before the game, I remember thinking like, wow, like literally only a year on. And yeah, I'm so much stronger. And I'm just in a much better place than I was, I think, that was, when I went to Plymouth, I didn't think it was my ACL. I was thinking, oh, I'll be out for six weeks. Um, I think I'd had the scan, but I hadn't had the results back. And I was just sort of feeling, oh, no, this is great. Because like, my knee felt quite good. But at the time, I, was, I wasn't I was strong. Um, and, yeah, I just think I've come a long way. So to actually prepare for a game, like it was, it was amazing. And, yeah, I remember just sort of, being on the pitch and like really appreciating it, um, which I think is always good. So yeah. Yeah, I want to quickly ask, um, have you changed much about your preparation before a game, you know, or is it pretty much the same as you were before the injury? Um, I th- it's hard because I, I almost can't remember what it was like to prepare for a game. Like, I think I underestimated the match day routine. I sort of completely forgot like when to eat and all that stuff. Like, it sounds really silly, but you do. It just goes something that you don't think about. Um, but I definitely think things like visualisation and stuff, I've definitely, I do more of now. Um, and I, yeah, I, I think I've, yeah, changed it in a way, but I don't think it's changed too much. I think I was always quite, um, I guess, focused on the game and always trying to like eat the right things and stuff. So I don't think it's changed too much, but potentially the visualisation side of it, I think I've, made a conscious effort to I think use that as a, a way to I guess help my performance now so I definitely think that's improved. Good answer and Blue we, we said this last week um, you know Pescat has become a beast pretty much in terms <laughs> of just, just you know you've been in the gym been working on that you've strength everything and yeah that's just it's good to see. Yeah it's good to see I know Pesca's uh, gonna absolutely love that by the way. Um, well, she wasn't happy with me when I told she was skinny, you know, she's a skinny girl. <laughs> I now. said to him, he was on my table at Plymouth, and I went, Ross, I need to have a word with you. <laughs> I said, You called me a skinny girl, and then he was like, Yeah, but Pess, like, you were all a bit skinny, and I was like, Yeah, no, I know, Ross, you were right. I just didn't yeah. want to hear the truth. Yeah, um, yeah, it's funny the the pictures before your injury and the pictures now, obviously, the amount of. The amount of photos, by the way, Pesk shows me of her quads in the gym. <laughs> and I'm going to expose you. Yeah, no, it's fine. Go for it. Um, but yeah, you're obviously in really good shape. Been in the gym. Um, probably hitting the gym more now you're back playing than you were before the injury, would you say? Yeah, 100%. Um, I think, yeah, my, my programme now is still quite full on. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm 100% doing more gym than I used to. And it's because you need to just maintain that. Yeah, um, yeah. Blue always laughs at me, but you know I take it on the chin. <laughs> <laughs> banter in it, banter. Yeah, it's 
team bonding and all that. You've got to have a bit of banter, always, <laughs> always. Um, and, and Pesk, how do players, sort of, when, when you've done that long trip, when you get to the hotel, like how, what do you have to do in terms of just some some sort of recovery in terms of, you know, being sat on a coach? I know there's stops in there, but to sort of prepare yourself for a game tomorrow, I'm sure, you know, you've got to make sure, you know, everything's, your muscles is, you know, been stretched out and everything like that. Um, I think, yeah, using the stops to sort of just stretch your legs and stuff. Um, we all sort of, a lot of people bring a pillow and a blanket so you can have a nice little sleep on the coach. Yeah. Um, but it is hard to be fair. Like you get, when we got to Plymouth, I was like, right, I need to have a good stretch. I joked to uh, Nicola and I was like, right, we need a yoga session. Um, so yeah, I think it is hard because you've got a very long day. It does take everything out of you. But yeah, just got to try and keep moving and have a little walk up the coach and catch up with different people. Definitely, definitely. Um, yeah, long, long trip. And uh, Blue, as I said, second year in a row, beating Plymouth 5 0. Um, looking from afar, looking at Kieran's tweets, I'm sure you're a happy skipper. Yeah, after the first half, I was happy. I was like, yeah, it's a decent, decent start. And then sort of refreshing Twitter um, towards the end of the game. And it almost got to a point where every time I refreshed it, there was a goal. I was like, oh, the girls have turned it on then. Um, so, yeah, good good 5-0. Sounded comfortable. Um, I, I saw Plymouth had a few chances, half chances, I'm not sure. Um, but I'd like to know more about the Bonnie free kick as I haven't seen that back yet. Goal claxon for Bonnie. Woo! Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, Pescat, you know, take it away. You know, I think it was... It was um, Laffy, Abby Lafayette, she was standing with it, and also Bonnie. And I think Bonnie must have had a word and gone, I think this is me, this. Um, but yeah, Pess, talk about it. Yeah, so just outside the area, Laff's run up and she's gone to take it. And I thought, oh, go on, Laffy, she's got this in her locker. And then she's just stopped. And then Bonnie's gone in, little, what was it? So she's gone right foot. Sort of gone, has it gone around, around near the yeah. wall? And it's yeah. just gone sort of like, Bottom right. Um, it, I think it was similar to her goal at home. Who, I can't remember who it was against, but her free kick. I feel like it was fairly similar. Yeah, I think so too. I forgot who it was against now because she's scored a few now. I think she's on yeah. five I think, for the season. So she's um, she's up their game this season because last year she scored once on her debut um, and then she went the whole season without scoring. But now this season, it's just like, yeah. At first, I was like, yeah, Bonnie Allred, clap, goal claps. But now it's like, yeah. Standard really for Bonnie, so but no, yeah, good, good goal from her. A good finish, I thought a decent finish for Sarah Rosera Carrera, of course, returning um, after um, playing for England. Um, and then, yeah, we, we had to really rode the storm against Plymouth in the second half. They really you know, were still in control, but fair play to them, they really did test us. They got a bit physical. Um, you know, there's all weathers during the game. I had to go up on the stand at one point because I was like, oh, I'm not getting wet, but uh, you know, um. You know, I I, I, st- I stay as long as I can, but when it getting when it's getting too much, I'm going up. But um, but yeah, fair play to Plymouth. Pest. Yeah, no, they they stuck at it. Um, I know when I come on, I sort of come on about seventy minutes, something like that. And um, they were sort of they had a lot of chances. We had a couple defending free kicks, and I was thinking, oh god, like I need to try and sort of change this. Like I didn't know how I was going to do it. Um, but then something just switched. Um. I think we might have got a free kick or something. And then from there, I think after Tash's first goal, we just, yeah, Lucy O'Brien come on. Um, and yeah, we just, something switched and we just sort of 
were very ruthless. Um, but as I said, yeah, Plymouth, they gave us a good go. They were very physical. I remember saying to O'Brien on the bench, I was like, I think I'm going to be in for a bit of a shock here because they were a lot more physical than Luton were. Um, but I think I needed that. And um, I think we all rose to it. So that's always a good sign. Yeah, I think it was, it was the perfect time. I wouldn't say it's the perfect time. I looked up and then I just saw your first sort of like exchange into a player in terms of like getting wiped out. Um, like, can you remember your thoughts on that moment? Like, I'm sure that was a sort of like, ooh, you know, first, because yeah, the looting game, you know, you were, you know, most of the time just running at them. But the Plymouth game, they, they, they were trying to stop you. I think I was mostly just annoyed because I was sort of <laughs> in full stride thinking, right, I could, like, get something here. And then she just takes me down. So I was a bit frustrated, I think. So I think that's good that I didn't, um, I guess, overthink it or anything. Um, But, yeah, I I knew that I needed that. There was then Tash's second goal. Goalie absolutely took me out. Um, They all celebrated, just left me on the floor. That's all right. Um, But, no, I I think I remember Nicola saying to me, she was like, oh, no, Piscuit's on the floor. Is she all right? Um, but yeah, no, I was fine. And yeah, I sort of, it's been a, I think it's been a perfect um, introduction into sort of like the physicality of the game, really. Um, Luton game let me settle in and then Plymouth, nice pitch. Um, so yeah, that's always good. Perfectly yeah, team, nice teeing you up for a hat-trick this weekend, right? Yeah, hopefully. <laughs> Just joking, there's no pressure. No, 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 no pressure. No pressure at all. Uh, but uh, I want to quickly mention, Blue, um, you know, Tash, Natasha Thomas, you know, two goals. And I thought she really deserved her goals as well. In the first half, she, she had to really work hard. Um, I think she couldn't get into positions to score. But in the second half, I thought she really worked hard and she deserved those two goals. You know, one of them was Pescott's assist. Um, but as a striker and also scoring in a stadium is always good. But yeah, two goals for Tash. Yeah, it's good to see. I think it always helps when your outright sort of number nine is in form. Um, confidence throughout the team. Um, obviously, it helps when you've got good balls going in from the wingers. Um, and yeah, we want a spread of goals everywhere, like you're seeing Bonnie get on the score sheet more. Um, so we're not relying on Tash as our number nine, but it's always nice to see her getting numbers. Um, so hopefully that can continue. Indeed. And yeah, as, as well, Pess, we've got everyone, as, as Bonnie said, not Bonnie, Blue said, because you said Bonnie, and Bonnie's here. Um, and it's that everyone's scoring all over the pitch. And Anna Gray, another goal for her. Um, I'm sure it's just good to see everyone scoring. We just need to get a set-piece goal. I want, like, Megan Waring or someone just to bullet header. That's all I want. So, Pess, that's your job. No pressure. I'm sure my height ain't going to help me getting a header. Yeah. But I'll try it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, setting up, setting up, setting up. <laughs> oh, okay. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I maybe see if you out of nowhere do a diving header, maybe, um, <laughs> but like a bullet header. That's that's Megan Waring's job. And I, I also want to give a shout out to Nia Evans as well, Pesk. I thought she she had a good game when she came on as well. Yeah, she was very good. Um, sort of Megan picked up a little bit of an injury. She was struggling a bit with that. Um, so Joe sort of gave her the heads up, and um, he sort of said, "Yeah, just control it from the back," and that's exactly what she did. She looked confident. Um, she controlled it, and. Uh, yeah, no, she was really good. And I think to come on at the time she did, when they were sort of a bit on top, was really tough. Um, but she sort of helped to change that. So, yeah, no, she done really well. I thought everyone had a good game. I thought it was a you know professional performance, job done. You know, clean sheet, always good to see. I've had a few clean sheets now, which is good. Um, and over 2,000 in attendance. So, fair play to Plymouth. They, 
they, you know, they're good crowd. You know, they were booing us a few times. They brought the atmosphere up, which is good. And blue, it's once again, it's just proven. You know, it's you know, crowds are growing and growing every week. Uh, we want to, of course, grow at the AJ Arena as much as we can. But when we go to away games, it's good to see we had a good little pocket of town fans as well. Um, credit to them. I think some of them did stay on after the the men's game on Saturday. Um, but yeah, 2,000 attendance. It's, it's good to see. Yeah, big shout out to our fans who either made the trip on the day or made it a weekend. Um, I think it always helps. But yeah, 2,000 great numbers. I can't remember how many there were uh, last season. Same 600, fixture. I think. I think 600, something like that. Oh, wow. So big increase. Big increase. Yeah. Um, so yeah, especially when it's in a big stadium like that. I think all players love games and I think there's no sort of a correlate maybe there's a correlation between us going to a nice stadium in, in home park and performing and getting five nil wins maybe that's it if we could, if we could play Plymouth every every season and get that five nil I don't know I would like to be in the championship but yeah yeah definitely and uh, I think it was Joe who made this point like it must be so what the feeling of like losing going all that way and to play badly and I know get an yeah. injury plus from some players and lose that trip must be horrible. Like pest, like you know the trip. I thought everyone was very much just chilled out. I think we're just. I think everyone's just still knackered, and we know. I think in your mindset, you got we've got six hours to get home. We know we're going to be home late. We've won the game, but we just all just want to chill. And I think everyone was just having a nice little chin wag and everything like that. Um, but to actually lose, that must be yeah. Let's not even think about it. I just I just brought yeah. it up because. But yeah, that's just yeah. But pesket. Away day food review. Blue, I'm sorry to say, we're going to rub this in your face because it was, oh, Pesquet, take it away. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to add my thoughts, but it was good. Yeah, right? it was top tier. I think when we were walking over, right, me, Biggs and Nicola, so we're walking over and we're all starving, right? And Biggsy's got a picture of this. She's seen this picture on her phone of a roast dinner. She's gone, oh, my God, I could absolutely eat a roast dinner right now. And I was like, no, stop it. Like, your mate, like, just shut up, like... Because I did, I just thought, oh, it'll be a bit of pizza or something. We've walked over. Beatty's gone. Oh my god! Like it's a roast dinner. She's like, no, nah, it's like Toby no. Gardner. And we lit. Oh, honestly, it made my day. It made my yeah. It was unbelievable. It was it was a buffet style blue. It wasn't just like you know like in a box. Oh. It was like you got you got a plate. You had a man with the the meat. You had the two girls with you yeah. know veggies, parsnips, potatoes, oh. you know, peas, all all of the veg. Some nice little bit of gravy, job done. I have a bit of a funny story, actually. Go on. Um, so we on the way out, there was these like, um, well, they like pastries, yeah. Um, and we've walked past them, and Boz has gone, oh look, like, and obviously she can't eat it; she's gluten free. But she went, oh look, that got a dessert. It's like got chocolate in it. So I was like, oh, like, I love a bit of that, and I thought, lovely. So I've like taken a bite out of it, and it was like meat inside it and you know when like you're expecting something and you get the opposite yeah. the worst thing in the world and I literally oh it was horrible like it was it was nice but yeah it's when you're expecting a bit of chocolate and you get that yeah. oh it was not, not good so it was like a pasty or something that's like, yeah. nasty yeah <laughs> yeah well, I think um, I heard on the grapevine apparently there was sticky toffee pudding um, oh nice dessert, but I think we had to go because I think it was at that stage where we needed to leave because we've been there for a while, we we yeah. had some lovely roast, but but um, we had sticky toy put it on on Saturday at the hotel. So it's like, do you want it back to back? Like obviously, but well, I'm having it back to back. <laughs> no but, doubt, no doubt. Um, but no, big up Plymouth. I thought um, fair play to them because it's a long trip. 
because like as I said, like Pesh, we don't want to eat pizza after a game. Like you understand like looting or something like that, fair enough. But six hour journey home, you want a nice filling meal and to have a proper roast dinner. You know, there's Christmas songs going on. Bit too early. No, it's too early for that. I'm not having that. I'm not. It was a bit. It was feeling like we eat a roast. We're like at the moment we're just we stood there like this is surreal. We're eating a roast dinner. Christmas music's on. Christmas trees over there. This is too early in November. But like we're like out. Yeah. yeah, that day, yeah, that spot was missing crackers, Christmas hats, you know, fire of Christmas coming in, you know, and all that sort of stuff. <laughs> but no, you know, once again, fair play to Plymouth. If there's any Plymouth fans or people who work for Plymouth listening, well done to you because that was a top tier roast dinner and um, gravy was needed. Um, and I found out, by the way, Charlie Baxter, just disgrace no, to be honest. No gravy. He has, he wanted ketchup. Oh. So. Charlie Baxter, if you want it, listen, mate. You know, you know my feelings. Well, I was sat next to him, and I was like looking down. No. I was like, "What are you doing?" No. I was like, Sorry. "Get over there with Kieran. Go over there with Kieran because <laughs> Kieran's the same." And he, you know, but yeah, it was a uh, top tier. So it's gonna be hard to beat. I said the Chicken George last week at Luton was pretty good, but it's gonna be hard to beat now, Plymouth. So we shall wait and see. Um, okay, then it's now your time to shine once again. Pesca is ten questions with. And we're going to get very deep straight off the bat with the first question. And um, we probably know what the answer is, but it could be a different answer. It's up to you. Um, what has been the one thing you've had to overcome in football? I'd love to say something different, but yeah, it probably would be obviously the injury that I've just sort of had to overcome. Um, I'm trying to think. Yeah, I, don't think, I can't think of anything that sticks out to me as um, something else, so... Yeah, that was that would definitely be. I was going to say the highlight in my career, but it wouldn't be a highlight. It would be a. Um, I don't know the word to use, um, but basically, I've learned a lot from it. So I'd say overcoming that has definitely made me a better player. So. Nice. Off the back of that, what would you say? Because I guess in ACL rehab, you break it down month by month and stuff like that. Um, and I think all ACL rehabbers will know that. What would you say is the was the hardest point? or the toughest period in that however many, I don't like to count the days, but. (laughs) I think, I think the hardest point for me personally was around four months in because you're like walking, you're like, you sort of feel sort of normal and everyone's sort of thinking, oh, like she's been doing it for ages now. Like she's all right. But you still feel so far away from playing and you are still really far away from playing yeah. Um, but you're so bored of it at that stage. So I'd say, yeah, four months in for me was probably the hardest part because, yeah, you're at the start, it's something, something different. You're like, right, OK, you're sort of, you know, I don't know, like, first three, yeah, you're yeah, really challenge. Whereas I remember by four months, I think there was a stage where my motivation levels really dropped and it was where, like, the discipline aspect really has to kick in and you just have to just do it, even if yeah. you're not motivated. So, yeah, that was 100% the hardest stage for me. Um, I've also underestimated the, like, return to play being, like, very hard. Obviously, when you're back training, it's great. And it, it is, in some ways, it's the best part. But it's also, in some ways, the hardest part because you do, you're there, like, well, I'm back. But, you know, you're not, you're not in form you've still got a long way to go. So I think that bit's been very hard for me, um, but I'm sort of ticking away at it and um, taking every day as it comes, I guess. 
Good answer. I, I think although it's been the hardest challenge you've had to overcome, it's probably been the best period of your life um, because of the amount of time you spent with me. Um, yeah. yeah. So I think we're probably both in agreement on that. Well, um, to be fair, all Blue would really do is sort of moan about my music in the gym and, like, it's not really acceptable because I think anyone knows that my gym place, I really worked hard on it and it is really good. So for Blue to sort of not like that, yeah, it, it did hurt me a lot, you know. I think it was a combination of maybe your music and your banter. I think probably just tipped me over the edge at points. Um, but, you know, as, as the rehab journey progressed, um, I did work hard to try and build up my tolerance. And I think probably towards the end, <laughs> yeah. I just accepted that banter, ban good banter and music isn't always possible. Um, yeah. So, yeah. Well, I think we sort of got better at learning when each other, to leave each other alone, didn't we? Yeah. Um, if, if I had my if I had my AirPods in, you knew just not to speak to me. Yeah. Um, yeah, I've sort of got to the point now. I don't even speak to Blue. I just go and give her a hug. <laughs> yeah. Oh, funny. Yeah, it's been alright actually. It's been yeah. alright. Um, I'll move on to the second question. Uh, what is your ideal meal? Oh. Ek Ek gave us a full three course. Oh. which which was which was pretty extravagant um although i do think thinking about it ross she's chosen victoria's uh, victoria sponge for dessert and i'm sorry i'm not taking that as a dessert i didn't think it at the no, time I, but i think it's, it's more fine. of a that's an afternoon tea for me yeah pretty much but pesk if you want to go for a meal go for a meal it can well, be well, i had to go for something really boring but i don't want to say it anymore no go on go on okay so anyone that knows me will know that my go to <laughs> Not meal, but like just my thing is porridge. What what's on top of the porridge? Or oh, the porridge? What I do is get porridge, yeah, cook it, and then <laughs> you put a spoon <laughs> you put a spoonful of Nutella in it. Yeah, mix it, make it a bit chocolatey, and then you just put frozen like berries on top, so like raspberries. And I've got a um uh, a cherries and berries mix, which is great. Nice. So and oh, and a little bit of honey on top as well. Nice. It's a questionable mix here, right? So chocolate and fruit. Are you on that on that boat? Yeah. I, I'm, I struggle with it sometimes. And when I see a dessert menu, it's got chocolate and then it will have like a, a fruit sauce. I struggle with that. But you're, so you do you're not like chocolate and strawberries? I know that's a classic combo, but mm. say if I was having chocolate cake, I'd never have strawberry sauce on it. It's wrong. Yeah. No, but no, nah, sorry. I just think, yeah, chocolate porridge, bit of berries. It's beautiful. Right, right. Mature thing. That's you know, it's the most important meal of the day, so I'm sure that sets you up yeah, ready, yeah. you know, ready to take it on. I, so, I want a, I want a, um a bit more of an insight into your lunches and sort of main meals that you cook for yourself as obviously you've been through them and I often ask what you had for lunch. So I know you're a bit of a chef. Um so I think your your standard is rice, ketchup and beans or something like that. No, that's the, no, it's pasta, beans and cheese. Which is nice, by the way. I mean, I'm this not gonna lie. The last like two months, my mum and dad have like come up to like either watch me play or come up, and my mum's given me like ten Tupperware pots of food, and I'll just put it in the freezer. So I've kind of been living off that. I'm not gonna lie. Um, but my go-to meal, if I'm come home, is I have uh, beans on toast with scrambled egg and cheese. Yeah, solid. Which is decent. Um, and I had that for breakfast actually before the Luton game. Um, it's a decent breakfast. 
So yeah. Solid. Good, good and feeling. Because that was a debate on our table, weren't it, on on Saturday, Pesk, about um, beans and um, pasta, and some yeah, people weren't having yeah. it. I like it. I like it's it. not a debate. It's not a debate. It's wrong. I don't mind it. It's fine. It's nice. It's nice. Yeah, but then, but then, Boz, she was like eating just plain. Don't know what it was. Just oh yeah, she got a gluten-free pasta out a bit late, and she's just eating it plain. <laughs> um, yeah. And it was really weird because the pasta actually did taste like porridge, which was did. weird. So nice little, yeah. I've gone full circle from your favourite meal, porridge, to then yeah, that what what Boz was eating. Yeah. Taste like and smell like porridge. So, so there we go. Um, now, Pesh, we knew you went to Jamaica in the summer. What, what is your dream holiday? Something that I've always wanted to do, and I feel like if I did it, it would probably be a bit underwhelming. But I've always wanted to go to New York at Christmas. Um, I feel like it's something a bit different. I don't really, me and the heat don't really go well together. Um, I sort of just burn. Um, and yeah, I just don't really like it being too hot. So I think a cold, a cold trip to New York would be my ideal holiday. I think that's a good answer. Nice. I don't think it's I don't think it's boring or dull. It's you know I think yeah. everyone wants to do that because yeah, it's just nice and Christmassy. They they know what to do in New York, don't they? They really make it just yeah because it's a massive place. But yeah, it's just everyone. I've I've been told by a few people who have gone. It's like yeah, you've got to do it once in your life. So so yeah, there we go. Very nice. Next question. Which other sport do you enjoy? Either watching, playing, following? Not going to lie, it's really boring, but I just don't really... I thought it was another sport. Yeah. Yeah, like I'd always done different sports at school. Like I did cricket, gymnastics. Uh, I'd never liked netball. No. I just didn't like that. I did a bit of athletics, a bit of 200 metres. Um, that's about it, really. Fair enough. I can see you as a gymnast, actually. Yeah. God, I wish. <laughs> you have to ask Nicola. She, she's got um, yeah. experience in gymnastics. Ooh, so. That's good, actually, because we were in the gym and I was like, Nicola, we're having a handstand competition. <laughs> Blue, were you there? No. Oh, don't think it was, like, think it was you really missed out because it was good and i don't i done a handstand yet and everyone was like you didn't tell me you could do that <laughs> it's quite good so there it is gymnast hidden gymnast yeah there we go i like it like i think you'll be good at like the um long jump maybe the long mm. jump when you go into the sand or is, it, is that long nah, jump? i've got two no. my legs are too short for that <laughs> Well, the next question is maybe maybe that could be your superpower. Maybe your legs can stretch out. But what you know, what if you could have a superpower, what would it be? Oh, I feel like I've always said like I'd want to be able to like read. Um, is it read people's minds? But I don't think mm, I would want to do that. Dangerous, that dangerous, yeah, I don't think yeah. I'd want to do that. So, uh, oh, something like flying or something. I feel like that. Because oh no, I'd just be able to teleport. Yeah, yeah. Like you can just you can just like imagine and go right. I'm gonna to go to Jamaica. And you just go there. That's what I'd do. Yeah. That's a common answer now, isn't it, Blue? I think yeah. teleports up there is the most one. Because yeah, you just you just want to be in one place. You don't need to worry about yeah. traffic. You don't need to worry about anything. You just go boom, you're there. Um, you should never be late either. But you right. know, just out of nowhere, teleport. It just stops like no. But yeah, but now that's good. Good answer. Common answer. Like it. 
Okay, next one. This might take a bit of thinking. Maybe not. If you're stuck on a desert island with three teammates, who would you choose to be with? Three. Oh, God. I feel like I would definitely take either Blue or Lucy O'Brien. Not for, like, any other reason but to actually get off. <laughs> they're actually quite clever. Pure banter. That's why you take probably, me. No, they'd probably annoy me, but I would just wouldn't speak to them. Um, <laughs> no, I'd take probably one of them. Yeah. Yeah, it would probably have to be O'Brien because Blue, just talking about the injury, it's just not a bit of me anymore, you know? Uh, and then I feel like I'd have to say I'd definitely take Biggs me and Biggs we've never had an argument always just vibes banter so I'd have to take Biggs and then either Boz or Kyra would be a laugh um, EK would be a good shout actually um, yeah it's hard I can't choose three but yeah I like it I like it Good answers. Um, now, what's on your bucket list, then, Pesk? In football, in life, just whatever. Um, in football, I would love to, like, my goal would be to, like, go to a major tournament um, with England. That would be very cool. Um, sort of a, I guess, a big dream, but, yeah, something that I'd always love to do. Um, so, yeah, I'd probably say that. And no skydives or bungee jumping. No, that's too scary. <laughs> um, nah. Nothing on the list. Maybe. Okay. No, I don't think so. Maybe go a bit, go travelling somewhere. Yeah. Just, you know, what, you know what I would love to do is go travelling, like book a one way to like somewhere and then just see where I end up. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think Same. it's definitely definitely something that I'm going to do after football when time allows. Because yeah. it's hard with football because you, you've got a, like a two-week period where you can do nothing and then you're back on to pre-season. So yeah. um, I think post-football, maybe before punditry pesk. Um, <laughs> no. <laughs> can see you as an Alex Scott. God, I think people would get annoyed at me. <laughs> They'd be like, she's annoying. You'll bring some. You'll, I'm sure you'll bring some amazing hot takes, just like you know, about a player and all that sort of stuff. But yeah, bring some yeah, some good stories. Mm -hmm. I like it. Okay, next one. What is the one item you can't live without? I mean, after your food um, question, I think it's probably baked beans. But um, no. oh, I know what it is. It's my AirPods. Yes, good shout. But I just couldn't. I genuinely like if I go to the gym and I leave my AirPods at home, I'm going home and getting them. Oh. I've done it before. Yeah, AirPods. I've got there thing. and they've died, and then I've gone home, charged them, and come back. <laughs> genuinely, I can't. I can't live without it. I can't. Okay. They're, they're, yeah. they're great creation because you know, I know they can be expensive some AirPods, but they're just a massive improvement on the the wire one because yeah. you know you can't really, really like. I'm sure. You know, working out in the gym and just doing stuff you need to do. It's just, it's not great having, you know, just wires hanging about. Even when you're going for a run, you don't want wires hanging out. Yeah. Um, so they are just practical and that's what it's good. And that sort of segues, obviously, Pesk, into the next question, really. What song have you got on repeat at the moment? Oh, I feel like I have to check. Go ahead. Or Can songs. 
Yeah, take a look. Let me have a look at my playlist. Oh, okay. What I've, are you um, listening to at now, Blue? Me? I'm just I'm just yeah. looking through mine at the same time, seeing what I've, yeah. what I've got on. Go um, on, Pesk. So, Rod Wave has a new album. And, um, yeah, just any of them songs, really. Ross, you would have heard when we had our little song game on at Plymouth. I wasn't on, I wasn't on the, wasn't on the trip on the there. On your own? Oh, on the way home, yeah, yeah, yeah. On the way home it was. We didn't do it on the way home, did we? No, we did it, you did it oh, on the way there, apparently. We all had to choose two songs and then play it and we have to guess who who's chosen that song. Yeah, yeah, that's good. good game. Um, so I put on, I put on a Rod Wave song I did. I can't remember what one I put. Uh, oh, it's called... Uh, Oh, it's one of his old ones, actually. It's called, like, Bottom Boy Survivor, I think. Um, so, yeah, any of his songs. I then put um, a bit of Jay-Z um, for the gym. So, yeah, it just depends what mood I'm in, really, doesn't it, yeah. Blue? Yeah, it does. Um, the, the music in the gym ranges oh. from... Justin Bieber. Yeah, it does depend. Yeah, Justin Bieber purpose to, like, yeah. To, yeah, Jay-Z or Kanye West. It just yeah. depends. Yeah. I don't know if it was on the way. I think it was on the way back for a period. We had some Adele playing. We had like Adele playing for <laughs> ten songs. I was like, this yeah. is getting a bit sad, girls. Like, you know, we're just one. Just got Adele, you know, singing her heart out. Like, yeah. like, you know, I don't mind a bit of Adele here and there, but it was just got to a point. It was like ten songs, maybe not ten <laughs> songs in a row, but it was there was a lot in a row, and I was like, hmm, this is like pavement and all. Yeah, but yeah. it is what it is. But it is what it is. Um, but yeah, Blue, what what are you listening to? What's your what's your music taste? Um. I've got a bit of a rogue or maybe an album called Vertigo by Eden. Very good. Very, very good. Quite um, good for like background music. I use it when I work. And at the minute, um, I'm abusing a bit of Fred Again Essentials um, as, yeah, just uh, just work music. So that's, that's, that's my... That's my hits, but um, I only know I think I only know what one Rod Wave song, Tombstone, yeah, like the most popular one. Um, but yeah, I quite like that song, yeah. Other than that, that's my current current hit list at the minute. What about you, Russ? Um, once again, I'm, I'm a mixture of everything, um, but like once again, it depends on your mood, as, as Pescat said, and I'm sure as players. You know, I'm sure you need some music to pump you up, but also some music to sort of settle you down and just sort of get in, get in the zone. Um, and yeah, I'm sure everyone, as as you can hear on the coach, there's different musics here, and you know, different you know genres of music, different just everything. You, you, it's a mixture of everything. You get even some old classics, like you know, in the '90s, and like a lot of you go, girls weren't even born when these tracks came out, but you'll listen to it. But because they are they are tunes, aren't they? They are tunes. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, music and football always comes together, and definitely when in, when you're in the gym. Um, I know Kieran sometimes questions your taste, Pesket, but I think you've got some good taste. I like yeah. it. I question Kieran's taste at times. Kieran's a massive hater of Taylor Swift, and I'm not having it. <laughs> I am as well. I'm sorry. No, I'm mm. not having it. I'm not having it. I think if you hate Taylor Swift, you're just trying to be too cool. Yeah, maybe. But like, if you're in the gym, like, just put a bit of hybrid minds on or something. Don't put Taylor Swift on. No, I'm not saying in the gym. There's time and place. But Taylor, yeah. I think everyone needs to respect Taylor Swift's greatness. That's my opinion. <laughs> okay. Cool. Yeah. Anyway, moving on to the last question. Um, <laughs> big one, this one. I know the answer already, Blue, and I'm disappointed. But Garrett, go to mine. Pineapple on pizza, yes or no? 
big fat yes. Good. Good, Disgrace. Disgrace. Nice. You said... I said said to Ross at Plymouth, I was like, I don't know how it got brought up, but somehow pineapple and pizza got brought up. And they were like, what's your favourite? And I was like, yeah, pineapple. And he was like, wait. He was like, he genuinely didn't believe me. He was like, you're not even saying it's acceptable. You you are literally sitting there saying it's your favourite. And I was like, yes. And he genuinely, he was like, are you joking? I was like, no, <laughs> that's good. For yeah, you guys. yeah. So that's you have a choice. You, you know, you got a free roam of a menu of pizza, and you go, "Yep, yeah, that." Yeah, Italians are hating you right now, but I'm loving it. Nice. I can't. I don't know why it just is. I think it just gives it a bit of something different, isn't it? <laughs> You know yeah, I mean? very good. Very good. Like, it makes it not as boring. You know, sometimes you get a bit bored eating pizza. If you've got a bit of like a different flavour, it makes it not as boring. Mm, once again, blue, like you, that's not your favourite, is it? Like that's not your favourite. Like you don't mind it, but you know, I don't yeah. I think you can add any other topping. Oh, yeah, to make I, it. it would be up it would be up there. Yes, blue. Disgusting. Just disgusting. Listeners, I'm so sorry about these two. I'm so sorry. Um, although there's, there's, you know, sadly at the moment, Blue, I think you're in the lead in terms of Team Blue. Um, but we've had some questionable sort of like decisions in terms of like, oh, you know, I, I don't mind it, but it wouldn't be my first choice. As I said, this this question is now blurring the lines in terms of like, yes or no, really. It's more, yeah, I don't mind it, but it's not my first choice. But Pesca joins Team Blue very much so. Because, oh, yeah. Uh, She's I feel really strongly about it, actually. <laughs> yeah. Just, oh, just no. Like, what, what else are you having with, like, you're not just having pineapple, like, just and cheese, are you? Having, oh, like, yeah. You're having ham and... Ham and mushroom. Yeah. Mushroom and pineapple. Once again, mushroom and pineapple, like, vegetables. I think scrap, scrap mushrooms. Maybe scrap mushrooms. Olives. I can allow that. Olives. Yeah. Olives, ham, pineapple. Mm. Olives? Yeah, I like yeah. olives, but not with... No, that's... that's... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I would, oh. eat it. I would have it. Have you ever tried anchovies? No. Oh, okay. That's disgusting. <laughs> oh, another thing I brought up on the table on Sophie Pesket was um, I went formal there, really formal at Sophie Pesket. <laughs> so, I don't know why I said that. The pest was, um, it became a like, good half an hour chat. And I think we brought up Blue on the podcast, I think last season. Is there more doors or wheels in the world? And we had a good, like, there was a lot of discussion, a lot of debate. We're talking about, you know, every bit of wheel in the world. Everyone against me. Yeah, it was what, what are you saying, Pesk? I said wheels because of, like, toy cars and prams. Like, there's so many things, right? Wheelbarrows. And they're, going, and they're, they're, they're you're just arguing back with everything. Everything. They were like, yeah, but cars and, like, supermarkets and i was like yeah but look at all the trolleys in the supermarket with wheels on them mm, it's true uh, but it was all of them against me and then boz come over and was like yeah wheels and then ross was like hmm okay maybe and i was thinking why did it take boz to agree with me for ross to be <laughs> stupid well i'm still i'm still on the fence i think yeah like what what was we had this conversation on the pod you know as said last season but i don't know where were you, Blue, on this? I don't know. Oh, I can't remember. I might have been wheels. But then you've got covered doors. You've got all of these. Oh, I don't know. But then Boz said that you have to be able to walk through, walk through the door. Yeah. 
no i i've never but I thought that cupboard, yeah because they were still going yeah but cars and i'm like yeah but there's four wheels and some two cars doors. have two doors yeah but there's always Ooh, four actually mm. then you've got houses like you know like my house one yeah, here but, one there one there you got yeah the but door, you've probably got door. quite a few chairs with wheels on them no. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm, 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 sitting, I'm sitting on a chair with four wheels on it yeah oh. Mm. Or like some beds, some beds have like wheels. <laughs> have you not seen that? Yeah. Once again, you can really we can really go deep in this to this question and you know look at everywhere. Um, I don't think there'll ever be an answer. I think there is probably an answer out there, but yeah, it's it's a, a debate you can have for a long time. Um, but yeah, I don't know who's won it really yet. Um, we'll find out. We've all got our own opinion on it. So it's just like pineapple and pizza. We've got a opinion on that and um i disagree with both of you on that um but anyway um fa cup action this weekend a double header um the men are also playing the fa cup on sunday which is just crazy they're playing at 5 p.m on a sunday um so we kick off first at 1 p.m against london seawood at the AGR arena while the men play at 5 p.m against buxton um a non-league team um so it will be it will be an interesting in terms of the crowd in terms of um hopefully both you know, set of fans will want to go and watch both both teams. Um, Blue, London, Seaward, we, we spoke about last week, about the draw, um, an opportunity to get to the next round. Yeah, so they're currently sitting fourth in the league below. Um, I think the team we've played previously. Um, but yeah, it will be a tough test like most of these teams are when they're playing against someone in the league above. Um, they'll be looking for an upset, but we are, we are favourites um, and we love the FA Cup. And it's home, hopefully with a with a good crowd. Um, so if you are listening, come along, make a day out of it, go to our game, go to the men's game, hopefully two wins and FA Cup success. Yeah, because both games are the FA Cup second round, so not sure if for both teams to get to the third round. And Pesk, it's going to be your homecoming because, you know, you're likely going to apply at some point, could start um, FA Cup. How are you feeling for it? Yeah, no, I can't wait. I think... Since coming back, I've been. I think one of the things I've been most looking forward to would be playing um, at Phoenix, though, um, just because just the feel that you get there, like all the fans, um, it's yeah, it's amazing. So I cannot wait. Um, whether I start, come on, I don't, I don't really mind. Whatever I'm ready for. So um, yeah, I'm just excited and hopefully, as I said, no pressure, but hopefully I can come on and make an impact um, and yeah, show. I guess showcase what I've worked hard for over the last year. So yeah, love it, love it indeed. And uh, Blue, um, any other business? Anything else we should mention from the game? As I said, yeah, if if you can go, if you are free, um, make it a double header of a Sunday. Um, skip your roast dinner, come and watch at Felix at the AGR Arena to see us play London Seaward. But uh, yeah, Blue, any any other business? Um, no, I don't think so. There was a couple of fixtures at the weekend in our league. Yeah. Um, a bit of an upset actually. Yes. So Watford played Billericay. Um a bit of a thriller. Billericay won that one 3-2. So when I saw that, I was like, oh, that's a bit of a shock. Mm. You'd expect Watford to win that. But Billericay are a tough team and we definitely know that. And then the other the other one um, was MK Dons beat London Bees 2-0. So less of a shock there, I'd say. Um, the rest were sort of county cup. Um, we obviously had the 5-0 win. So yeah, all good really. Yeah, I remember um, someone told me at half time, like, Billy Ricky are winning 3 0. 
like what? And then we saw the scoreline, yeah, three two. So they, had to, they you know, Watford did have a little bit of a comeback there, but you know, Billericay. I know they're some of our rival got a bit of a backstory with them, but fair play to Billericay. You know, big result and um, someone just beat Oxford. Somebody, you know, if you're listening <laughs> from anybody on league team, just someone beat Oxford. Come on, come on, can't be that hard. Um, I know we haven't beaten them, but come on, not <laughs> beat them, not beat them, please. Um, but yeah, Pesket, it's been a pleasure. Any other business from yourself? Uh, I think I no, I've said it all. So um, yeah, no, thanks for having me. Uh, I enjoyed it, um, and yeah, I'm looking forward to the weekend. Yeah, bring it on, Blue. Take it away, as always. All good. Thanks again, Pes, for coming on. Um, it's been fun having a chat and debate. Uh, and once again, Ross. I know you've had a busy weekend. Um, and also big thanks to John Palace solicitors and Michael Kennedy. I'm going to read out your little thing. Reassuring legal services you can rely on. Um, our little sponsor for the pod. Um, but we'll see you after the FA Cup action next week. From true crime to football, Brexit to football. For more great podcasts from Archon, head to audioboom.com slash channel slash